0: Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K 12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I am Katie Patrick, joined by Mr. David Fiorazzo. Hello. And as always, a great show in store. Now, we've been telling you all week at this point, and for the past couple weeks, about how Freedom Project Academy, it's our K-12 Judeo-Christian classical online school, is now enrolling students for the fall, and you need to learn about it. We want you to take a look at what we have. We'd actually love for you to take a look because your child or your children or your grandchildren or your nieces and nephews can all enroll either full-time or just one or two classes. Get some information about it by going to freedom.com. School.com. you'll get a free information packet. Just, again, Freedom, FORSchool.com. That's all you got to do. Go there. We will send you information, and then we hope that you would enroll. And when you do enroll, if you could just put the word educated, educated. Educated. Us, educated to let the, the school know that you heard it from David and I.
2: Give us a shout, friends. Okay, it's once again that time of week to check in with one of my absolute favorite international correspondents and troublemakers for the kingdom of God. And really, it's the education expert. I love Alex. I really do. Alex Newman, let's see what the topic is this week.
3: Hey, Alex. Thanks, guys. Great to be with you. Uh, So, yeah, this is another one of those stories. You can file it in the absolutely incredible department, and yet it's true. Um, We've got a six-year-old girl who was videotaped giving oral sex to another child in a first grade classroom while the teacher was in the classroom. And I wish I was making this up, but I am not. Uh, of course, as uh, LGBT propaganda and sex education mania takes over government schools and even kindergartens, um, we're going to see much, much more of this. And I think this is going to be the new normal. Uh, now, uh, I mean, it's just it's so bad. And so, you know, a lot of people say, well, that just happens in New York and California. And stuff." No, this was in Texas. OK, this little girl was forced to uh, perform oral sex on a boy. Uh, And so this happened on April 19th. Obviously, the the parents are very upset. It took place at South Elementary in uh, the Plainview Independent School District and uh, a lot of parents are upset about this. Now, none of the parents are being identified in the news reports because, of course, if the parents were identified, then the children would be identified. But um, you know, parents started protesting. Well, they found out because there was a video of this on a, on a district-issued iPad. The other kids were filming while this was happening. And so uh, the parents are, are pretty upset for it. Uh, the uh, Plainview Herald uh, spoke with a lot of the parents who were protesting. I wanna show you just a, a quick clip of some of these parents. Even if you don't have kids, this matters. I mean, this is, this is not something small. This is sexual
1: activity between six year olds. This should not be happening. And I don't know why people are not more mad. We're all here for the kids. The kids are our future. And if we can't take care of them, how do we expect them to take care of us when we're older?
3: (sighs) and there you go, right? Well, why isn't the government taking care of my kids? Well, the government should be taking care of my kids. Where did Americans get this attitude that the government should be taking care of their kids? Uh, And and actually it, it, I, I cannot imagine what would be going through the mind of a parent, but uh, another parent who uh, spoke with the media says this, uh, there have been multiple moms coming out about stuff that has been happening all year and nothing is being done about it. It hit its peak. And that's why we're here today to get answers. So how this could be going on. I mean, we're talking six year olds engaging in sex acts in a classroom on camera with the teacher there, how this kind of stuff could be going on and the school doesn't do anything about it, how this stuff could be going on and the parents continue sending their children uh, is beyond me. I mean, we are, Like making Sodom and Gomorrah look like a wholesome, family friendly place at this point. Uh, Now, a lot of the parents are, are protesting on social media. Um, you know they're, they're saying that uh, you know the, this is uh, becoming a problem now. The parents aren't being notified when this sexual abuse and these sexual assaults are happening. Um, and you know the the people who are posting on social media are saying you need to talk to your children about it. No, you need to pull your children out. is, is my opinion, right? Uh, so this is uh, coming up uh, now on becoming a national scandal. A Fox News just put out an article. Uh, they quoted a, a mom who said that her daughter was coming home with bruises and rashes if she won't participate in these uh, disgusting activities with these other children. Uh, And folks, remember, these are six year olds. Okay, I I have a six year old and he plays with cars and, you know, he catches bugs. Uh, You know, these things don't occur to normal six year olds who are not being groomed, who are not being perverted by disgusting, filthy adults who are preparing them for this stuff. Now, speaking of disgusting adults, uh, the um, officials who run this disgusting school district, the Plainview Independent School District, uh, they're now playing the victim card. Oh, boohoo, there's supposedly threats. Now, they didn't actually give any details about these alleged threats. So who knows if there is even actually real threats? But uh they uh, they're saying that they had to shut down school because there are supposed threats and you know school shooting somewhere and so therefore we can't have school Uh, my guess is they don't want to face the parents and they don't want to deal with the consequences of this but uh, you do do have now law enforcement and child protective services investigating the school says they're cooperating with the investigation but folks this is the logical conclusion of the demented view of children as sexual beings from birth which is the the hypothesis put forth by the monster alfred kinsey Uh, better known as the father of the sexual revolution. Uh, Now, if you don't know Alfred Kinsey, this is the sick, disgusting piece of human trash who uh, was responsible for the rape and sexual torture of hundreds, maybe thousands of kids, some babies. I mean, we're talking babies, months old babies. They were sexually torturing them uh, without getting too graphic. And they were uh, forcing them to have uh, what they described as climax. Uh, And they said, oh, these babies, they're sexual beings from birth. Right. And so we need to uh, get them in sex education classes as soon as we can pry them loose from their mother. Uh, Meanwhile, you've got the United Abominations, as we talked about uh, just uh, last week with Duke, uh, now peddling the idea that children can consent to sexual activity and that we need to you know, ease up on the laws criminalizing sexual activity involving children. Uh, folks, this is called child rape, right? There's a reason why we don't allow children to engage in sex activities. We don't let them smoke. We don't let them vote. We don't let them buy guns. Is because they're not responsible enough to make these kinds of decisions. They're children. They need to be protected. Uh, and yet this is what the UN and the American government school system are now all pushing. Uh, folks, this stuff would have been inconceivable. Even just a few years ago, before all this sex education mania became so ubiquitous across the country. Uh, And frankly, I believe that the adults who are grooming these children, the the adults who are teaching kindergarten kids and first grade kids to have sex with each other, uh, they should be put in jail. Uh, They belong in prison with a very long sentence. Uh, And the parents who continue sending their children into these horrific environments, um, you you need to ask yourself what you're doing and what it will take before you finally pull your kids. I mean, What is it going to take? If sex acts between six year olds in a first grade classroom with a teacher won't do it for you, I don't know what will. But uh, be prepared because you're going to pay the consequences for it. I say it in in the nicest and most respectful way possible. You will pay the consequences for this um, at some point in the future. Uh, And by that, I mean, watch out for your kids because you're going to be dealing with some tough stuff going on. Uh, Thanks, guys. Talk to you later.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Looking for a K-12 classical online school built on Judeo-Christian values? FPA is enrolling now for the fall. Request your free information packet at freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, school.com.
2: China and Russia are preparing for war and have been building their armed forces for years. America's military, on the other hand, has gone woke, and all four branches are facing recruiting shortages. What did the U.S. Navy do? They use a drag queen as a digital ambassador. Now, some critics suggest the weakening of the military is an intentional part of a larger agenda to drag America down to socialism, pun intended. I'm David Fiorazzo, and this is Christ and Culture. So, is this a purposeful attempt to sabotage the armed forces and therefore the nation? Some believe so. The controversial and desperate move by the Navy has apparently backfired. This in the wake of every US military branch falling far short of recruiting goals For the second straight year. So, Navy brass thought Joshua Kelly, an active duty sailor who identifies as non-binary and performs by the name of Harpy Daniels, would be just the ticket to drag, I'm sorry, to draw new recruits. This Pentagon-approved wokeness may be comparable to Social media influencer Dylan Mulvaney, the female imposter endorsed by Bud Light. Now, this has led to a more than 17% dip in sales for Bud. Now, we can literally say Anheuser-Busch saw what the Navy had been doing since November of 2022 and said, Hold my beer. Plummeting Bud Light sales and its marketing catastrophe is a joke to American citizens. A weakened military, however, and sailors jumping the proverbial Navy ship is a major national security concern. According to American Family Network, the Navy is facing much worse problems than declining sales of a watered down beer. Quote, tabletop exercises imagining war with China in the Taiwan Straits have ended with nightmare scenarios. In more than one scenario, the US Navy loses two aircraft carriers and the 10,000 sailors on them to the People's Liberation Army. Under the Biden Democrats, the Navy lectured sailors about proper pronoun usage last year as public confidence in the US military dropped to 48 percent, according to the Ronald Reagan Institute. That's down from 70 percent in 2018 during the Trump administration. What did people cite as the primary reason for the decline? A politicized military. Also in 2022, the Army missed its recruiting goal by 15,000. And uh, for those keeping score at home, that's 25 percent short of the Army's recruitment goal. Dan Crenshaw, Texas representative, retired Navy lieutenant commander and former Navy SEAL, questioned the current direction and leadership of the military and said, China and Russia are watching us closely. In an Instagram post, Crenshaw shared photos of Joshua Kelly in his naval uniform and also in drag. Crenshaw said, did we learn nothing from Bud Light? Obviously, the Navy didn't. Crenshaw added that the U.S. cannot afford to, quote, suffer in military readiness for the sake of pushing the left's woke narrative. And we are suffering because we're not ready as a military. That's his point. So how about the opportunistic queen himself? Well, a story about this guy, Kelly, was published at MilitaryTimes.com, and it was entitled, Sailor by day, performer by night, meet the Navy's drag queen, Harpy Daniels. (laughs) Now, Joshua Kelly said, I never knew a man could embrace his femininity in a creative and entertaining way like that, and I knew it's what I wanted to do. Doing drag allows me to embrace my feminine side and allows me to bring my diversity and creativity out. And, quote, just what the military needs, men who embrace their feminine side. Now, for some reason, that news release no longer appears at the Navy's official website. I wonder why. Robert O'Neill, a Navy SEAL who helped kill Osama bin Laden in 2011, is fuming over the fiasco. He tweeted this. All right. The U.S. Navy is now using an enlisted sailor drag queen as a recruiter. I'm done. China is going to destroy us. You got this, Navy. I can't believe I fought for this bull. You know the rest. So O'Neill was the one that delivered the fatal blow to bin Laden during the raid in Pakistan, and he has since published two books since leaving the military in 2014. Another veteran, Graham Allen, a conservative commentator, criticized Kelly and the drag videos last week, and he tweeted this. This is not the same military I served under. Our enemies laugh at us. So what's what's sad about this is this perverse garbage makes the headlines, makes the news, rather than stories of true bravery showing the strength of the military. It's a ridiculous distraction. And that's the point, maybe. We have leftists in leadership pushing perversion and woke ideology, while America's enemies are watching and likely making strategic plans. This may not end well, friends. God bless you and keep speaking the truth about things that matter.
0: Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D educated support this show and a great american company
3: so you've come to my house to complain about my baby wearing pink
1: i was just asking really why you keep putting her in pink and not other colors
3: well traditionally girls often wear pink
1: well i've
0: only ever seen her in pink and i think that's not allowing her to have freedom of what, what gender freedom? she wants to be. Well, she,
3: freedom. Well, she should be like, she's a baby. She's not a baby. She's a baby, she's two. What's any of your concern?
1: Well, it's my concern because I believe that the world has got better since we've got all this fluidity with genders and okay. all the different types of genders now. Okay. And I think by dressing someone in pink... If, if she doesn't want to be a girl when she's older, she wants to be a transgender or whatever, then she'll have been dressed in pink, and you would have confused her. So I think it's nicer to dress people in all different colors. Oh, whoops. British Karen be woke, as you can see. So we've now gotten to the point where girls can't wear pink anymore, which, interestingly enough, I chose pink, as you can see. Um, and if you wear that pink, you can't wear it because... That may then make the girls grow up to resent their parents later in life. And, and then they, they're going to naturally, of course, then begin to think that they're a dude because of that pink. And it's the new evolution, people. We go from ape to human, from girl to boy. Move over, Darwin. <sighs> well, it's good, good to see it's not just Americans who have gone bat bleeping crazy. Go Brits. But hey, why stop there when so many stories are trending left? So we have a mom who was recently testifying about a bill concerning health and welfare. Listen to what she says was a telltale sign that in hindsight, she should have known her child was transgender. But before you do, please stop eating that broccoli. Once we figured out uh, that he was transgender, when he came to us and told us uh, that he was transgender, when we went back and realized that the pattern of everything um, that he had experienced as a child, including eating green vegetables, because that boosts testosterone, were just methods of his body trying to become who he was meant to be. Sorry. Ooh, I feel so strong now. Now, moving into the classroom, we have a teacher who would like you to know that as a proud gay woman, she wants to make it clear that her mandate is to protect and elevate the gay kids in her school. And if you, mom and dad, you want to homeschool your children because you don't want to be a part of that, well, <clears throat> clearly you are a bad parent.
3: The reason I choose to wear a shirt that says say gay, mind you, it doesn't say be gay or even that I'm gay, which I am. The reason I wear that shirt is not to bring about my sexuality, but to make sure that all the children who enter my school know that when they come in here, all parts of them are seen and accepted. We are making sure that there is representation for a marginalized group that has historically been silenced especially in their schools. If you are choosing to homeschool out of fear-mongering and fear of exposing your child to people who are different from them or you or maybe how you want them to be, that's on you. And that says nothing about the school, and it says everything about your parenting choices.
1: I am so sick and tired of this same argument that you have to have pride flags and all the LGBT everything all around so that kids know that they are safe when they enter your classroom. How about you have up on the walls the ABCs and maybe, you know, all the seasons so they can learn about uh, weather and climate and everything. And, And how about they just have random pictures that represent every single human being, not just those who have their sexuality having to be on display at all times. And if you do homeschool your parent or homeschool your children, parents, you're doing a good job. Keep doing a good job but since we have rainbow teachers and they're spreading like wildfire let's wrap things up with another educator who has created a special fundraiser that guilts kids into financially supporting the rainbow mafia in exchange for their money these kids are forced to proudly show their support with colorful flags pronoun pins and oh don't forget those pride bracelets if this isn't an ad for homeschooling then hey i just don't know what is I wanted to show everybody what we have for Pride Week. So, our school's GSA, um, we have an annual Pride Week, and next week kicks off our Pride Week. So, uh, what we did last year, we are doing again this year, and we will be doing a coin war um, for yeah. donations towards the Trevor Project. And this year, kids get little prizes and things for donating. So, last year, the biggest hits that everyone wanted were just regular old pride flags. So they donate 50 cents and they get a pride flag. Um, or they also, we also have pronoun pins. So we have different pins that they can get um, for donating as well. If they donate up to a dollar, they can get a little bracelet. So we have two different types. We have love is love, and then we have ones that say pride. So I think those will be a really big hit. And then lastly, we have these awesome little pride pins that they can get. Just no. How about we just don't do any of that, and instead we actually educate the kids? This is all teachers like her with her purple hair or whatever. Good for her. But why are we shoving this in the face of the children? Because now you're making them feel obligated to purchase said items in the support of your projects. The Trevor Project, whatever projects it may be. It's what you want, not what actually benefits the kids. How about instead you let the kids decide, hey, how about we fundraise for a local charity or for other local community members in need? No, no. It has to, again, as always, be all about sexualization, sexuality, everything Rainbow Mafia, and your kids will be made to listen. That's what is happening. But thankfully, that's going to wrap up this segment because (laughs) that was a plenty enough crazy for this week. And hey, hey, of course, there will be plenty more of it next week. But until then, make sure you stay sane, America.
0: If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100 percent free and includes all of our weekly shows
1: David, I have a question for you. Yes. If you could buy food, unlock your doors, and control your Iron Man suit by simply having a little microchip inserted into your wrist, would you do it? No. Okay, good answer. <laughs> well, there was, unlike you, there was a woman who goes by the name of Tafana who thought she would give it a whirl, and now her video has gone viral. Let's take a look.
3: I put a microchip in my arm and it's the best thing ever. This chip is a powerhouse. It's got everything I need. My credit card, my ID, my medical info, and even my keys. And when it's time for groceries, you just tap your wrist and bam! Transaction done. It's like magic. In a medical emergency, it can save my life. Experts can easily identify me and my medical history. I feel like a sci-fi character and I'm loving it. This amazing chip is totally free. That's right. No more digging into your pockets. And the best part, the surgery is quick. they will give you a cookie
2: afterwards. Sponsored by the World Economic Forum and the globalists that want to control people on every continent. That's just creepy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, Yuval Noah Harari, who once said humans are hackable animals. He doesn't believe in God, obviously, and he believes that, you know, we are just passing through space, I guess. But he wants to find he wants to believe he believes that governments need to access what's happening under our skin, meaning he needs to put microchips in all human beings. And this is, you know, this used to be sci fi about 50 years ago, 25 years ago. But um, we've read stories where people have chips in their arms there to get in their employees or whatever, go buy groceries. Interesting, the book of Revelation talks about being able to buy and sell. If you don't have the mark of the beast, you won't be able to buy and sell. This is preparing the ground for what we're going to see. And you think the book of Revelation is fiction? Uh Uh-uh. So normally Katie and I would take this time to destroy the craziness that comes with, um, well, giving big brother full control of your life. But it seems like Tofana, the woman we just heard from who is Really selling this like it's the best thing in the world. Uh, but she already did that for us not long after posting her first video. She had regrets oh, about the yeah. microchip regrets implant. Some and regrets. Here's what she had to say now.
3: A few days ago, I made a post on social media about a danger of having a chip implanted in my arm. I thought I was exercising my right to free speech. This morning, I woke up only to find that the video I posted was gone. And it was just the beginning of the nightmare. As I was trying to pay for my coffee, the microchip in my arm stopped working. I couldn't even pay for anything. And when I got back to my apartment, it locked me out too. Everything was in there, including my cat Misty. I couldn't
2: pay for my coffee. I couldn't pay for my... I couldn't get in my apartment. Everything was it's everything the, was in there.
1: It's the Twilight Zone. No. Uh, I don't know no. my medical
2: records. I threw them all away and destroyed Misty. my computer because it's
1: in my wrist. Misty, my kitty cat.
2: Lord, help us. And this is where it's going, friends. There, are, there is an agenda. To get chips implanted in people because they want to track you. They want to control your finances. They want to know your medical history. No, no,
1: David. That's a conspiracy theory. Oh, that's right. A conspiracy You're the crazy one. Theory. You are the crazy one for even mentioning it. How dare you notice that? How dare you? <laughs> How All right. dare you? How dare you? Now that's going to wrap up Educated for us, David. I learned a few crazy, creepy things this week. How about you?
2: Let's see, did I learn something or was it just a lot of the same with different people?
1: <laughs> it the same old song After as the, the sandwiches? Four I learned you
2: could save time by freezing sandwiches.
1: You did learn. That was, yes. hey, we learned a lot this week. Go back if you didn't learn that. Watch it again. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. That's yeah, all there is well,
2: to it. For Katie and myself, thanks for watching, listening, sharing the podcast and the, the videos on social media and for supporting this show. And until next week, stay educated, America.
0: Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.